Look, we have a lot of fun here at Remember the Game Industries. You've all heard my obnoxious, high-pitched laugh on the show. I love it. Video games are fun. The Simpsons are funny. It's good times. You know what isn't fun? Shopping for razors. And I don't mean that to sound sarcastic. It genuinely sucks. That's why you shouldn't shop for razors. You should just get them delivered by Harry's. Pick up a $3 trial set at harrys.com RTG and see what I'm talking about. I'm not going to stop beating the Harry's drum because it's a drum worth beating. The best razors on the market at better prices than the crap at the store and they're delivered to you. It's like a shaving cheat code. You've heard me say it. I have been a Harry's customer since I was driving a forklift at a company I'm not allowed to name but you all know who it is and sure my beard gets some praise now but i was a stubble guy for a long time and i still use harry's blades to keep the edges of my beard crisp so it looks like i have a jawline and if you've ever tried to shave along the edges of a beard you know that you can go through blades fast because there's a lot of weeds to whack in there but harry's blades just keep coming back for more i'm not just saying it there's so much better than the junky stuff you get at the store that means a faster cleaner shaving and two you buy less blades because they last longer the best razors for less money brought right to your door i don't know how else to say this harry's is on top for a reason the best reviews in the business customizable delivery schedules so you get them when you need them i can't see a reason not to use Harry's. Getting ripped off isn't funny. Switch to Harry's. Get started with a $13 trial set for just $3 at harrys.com slash RTG. That's harrys.com slash RTG for a $3 trial set. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Remember the Game. It is my retro gaming podcast where every week a buddy of mine and I sit down and geek out about games we played back in the day. My name is Adam Blank, and this week it is episode 80. Uh, Not so retro, a little retro, not super retro. We're talking Rock Band for the Xbox 360, the PlayStation 3, the Wii, the PS2, the fucking everything. It's on everything now. Um, this one, okay, so first off, this one was tough for the music. Uh, if you noticed listening to that intro where you could kind of hear like the tires and shit like that going on, um, I actually took the intro video from the game and used that music. Uh, I'm going to use the Rock Band 2 intro video at some point, and then I'm going to try to put maybe, I don't know if I, I don't think I am. I was going to put one of the songs from the game in there, but I just, I dealt with it with Tony Hawk and I dealt with it with, uh, Grand Theft Auto, uh, the Vice City episode where I got flagged and stuff for using music, and uh, I just don't feel like dealing with that anymore. Hopefully, I don't get flagged for using the intro videos from the games. But yeah, so if it sounded a little bit weird, it's because they're ripping through the desert on top of cars playing rock songs for some fucking reason. I don't get it. But anyway, I'll get into that in a minute. As you can tell, obviously, this isn't the most retro episode ever, um, but I'm trying to branch out a little bit, try different things, and I thought that this game fits that remember concept perfectly because we all remember playing 
rock band. This game was like, it was almost like Pokemon Go for a little while. Like this game fucking took over the world. So uh, we'll get more into that in a few minutes. You know, I am going to rant first. If you don't feel like listening to the rant, check out the com or the, the comments or the description or whatever. And you'll see a timestamp of where to skip to. If you just want to hear us talk about rock band. Um, and I'm not gonna lie to you guys. The, uh, the, my, my blurb here isn't going to be too retro either. It's going to be a little bit about modern gaming. I don't talk too much modern gaming on here, but some news is coming out with the PlayStation 5 and the new Xbox, and uh, it's something I've been thinking about for a while, and I, and, uh, I just want to weigh in on the current state and the future, possibly 2020, of video games. So that's what we're going to talk about in the intro here. Also, uh, you know, follow me on Twitter and Instagram at MemberTheGame. We'll follow you back, I promise. Find us on Facebook.com slash RememberTheGame and obviously Patreon.com slash RememberTheGame. You can win stuff and I'll say your name and blah, blah, blah. There's your shout-outs. Uh, I made too many notes, so I'm trying to read my notes here. Uh, okay, for, uh, first foremost, the first news I wanted to talk about was Final Fantasy VII Remake, because that's a little bit retro game uh, related, because it talks about a game that we covered on this show way back in the day. And uh, they just announced that it's been delayed for a month. It was supposed to come out in March. Now it's coming out in April. I don't remember if they said the specific date. Uh, but it's been pushed back uh, a few weeks anyway. I don't really think it's a big deal. I know some people are kind of upset about it, but I looked up the quote to make sure I got it right. It's one of my favorite quotes in all of video games. It's from the legend himself, uh, Shigeru Miyamoto, if you don't know who that is. Uh, he's, he's the godfather of Nintendo and created Mario and all that stuff. Uh, and he once said, uh, a delayed game, uh, is a delayed game is eventually good. A bad game is bad forever. Uh, and I, and I love that concept and I know that you can get like day one updates and stuff like that, but it's not the same. How many games have we seen released over the last few years that have been broken right out of the gate or just not up to expectations or the quality has been there right away and they've just never recovered. Even if they're like, Hey, a patch is coming. It just has never, you lose that day one momentum. They're fucked. And you want to talk about momentum and expectations and, and eyeballs on you and stuff like that. The final fantasy seven remake is I'm not saying it's everyone's most anticipated game of 2020, but it has to be. You can't have a discussion of the biggest games coming out in 2020 and not mention the Final Fantasy VII Remake. People have been talking about this game since like the PS3 when they showed that demo of what FF7 would look like on the PS3. I think it was the PS3. It might have been the 4. No, it was the 3. I'm pretty sure it was the 3. Anyway... I can't even imagine the pressure they're under, the expectations that are coming on this game. So if you have to delay it a month, I see no fucking problem with that. Delay it fucking four more months if you have to. I know none of us want that, but like, get it right. Because if you don't get this game right, Square Enix, or Square or Enix, whatever the fuck you're called now, you're boned. It is going to blow up in your face. And uh, my buddy Chris... Uh, pointed out to me uh, that now in in April of 2020, Cyberpunk 2077, the Resident Evil 3 remake, remake, and Final Fantasy 7 remake are all going to be dropping within that 30 day. Uh, is it 30 day? Yeah, 30 days in April uh, window. That's fucking crazy. And I'm curious to see. I don't think either one is gonna have a gargantuous effect on the Resident Evil 3 remake sales because I I think that one is. I'm not going to say under the radar, but I think it is compared to Cyberpunk and Final Fantasy VII. Um, I, I mean, I think if you were going to buy it, you are going to buy it, and if you weren't, you weren't, and that's all there is to it. But the Final Fantasy VII Remake, I do think, could take a chunk of uh, Cyberpunk's sales. And I mean, and, and you know what? I mean, maybe there's a counter-argument that Cyberpunk is going to take some sales away from Final Fantasy VII Remake. I, 
I don't think so. I get that Cyberpunk is like one of the most anticipated games of the year for sure, but th- there hasn't been a 10, 15 year wait for it like there has been with the Final Fantasy VII remake. And, and quite frankly, if I was releasing a game this year, uh, that would be the game I would want to stay the fuck away from. Like in the past, like when Grand Theft Auto V dropped or when, when Red Dead Redemption 2 dropped or like one of these 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 fucking monster games comes out you're just like hey you know what i was gonna release my game that day i'll i'll keep it i'll hold it back for a month or whatever you know stay the fuck away from it and i feel like that's i i'm curious to see if cyberpunk replies or if they're just like all right fine we'll go at it with final fantasy 7 because that's gonna be a crazy month and not everyone can afford to buy both you know um so anyway so that was the first news i wanted to touch on uh, news is starting to come out uh, regarding the next gen consoles as well, the PlayStation Five and the Xbox Series X or whatever the fuck they're calling it. And uh, and I'm not gonna lie to you guys, go somewhere else, go to a different podcast if you want all the spec details and all the latest news and stuff like that. That's not what this show is. Uh, I'm just a video game geek who loves games, has an opinion, and has a microphone. So I'm gonna tell you quickly what I think is gonna happen before we get any more information regarding these consoles and the next gen setup. Um, start with Xbox. As you guys know, I was I shat all over Xbox for the first 65 episodes of this show. And I loved my Xbox 360. And I actually quite liked my original Xbox as well. Um, but I really thought they fucked up with the Xbox One. And I was ready to write them off. And then I got one on sale for Black Friday. And I remember how much I love Xbox now. And uh, I think that Microsoft deserves a lot of credit. Because they really pulled themselves off the mat to try to fight back this generation. And they're not winning. I mean, I think if I'm not mistaken, the Switch is now outsold the Xbox One and the the PS4, I think, sold two, I think it's a hundred some million units to 40 some million units, like two and a half times. Like they murdered them. But Xbox is getting ready for next gen, man. They have bought, uh, they've, they've got Game Pass, which is gaining a ton of momentum in the gaming world. Their sales are picking up because all the Xboxes are on sale right now. Everyone's picking them up and then discovering how awesome Game Pass is xCloud is coming right away, which is a streaming service to be able to play your Xbox on different things, uh, which I'm I'm lukewarm on, but I totally get the appeal of it, uh, particularly with the Switch showing you how nice it is to be able to play your games portably. Uh, they're hyping the, the Xbox Series X as like the most powerful console ever, and I don't even know anything about specs to try to tell you guys about it, but I do know that it, they're hyping it up as this absolute nuclear bomb of a fucking console. Uh, and the biggest criticism of Xbox forever has been the lack of exclusives outside of the Gears and the Halos. They don't have those, they don't have the Uncharted's and the Last of Us's and then I guess the show and, and all those, you know, God of War and all those other, Spider-Man. See, every time I try to stop, I think of another exclusive that Sony has that Xbox doesn't. But Microsoft has gone out and bought a ton of studios to develop what we assume to be exclusives for their next systems. And they're about to release all these... And when they when they drop the new Xbox and they come out with all these exclusives and all these new games, they're all going to be on Game Pass. So you don't have to pay 80 bucks or 60 bucks or whatever it is, wherever you live, to get each of these games. You can just buy your Xbox, play them on Game Pass. And they've announced that all these games are also going to be playable on your Xbox One hardware. So if you don't have the cash to buy one of the new Xboxes, you can play all these new games on your old Xboxes. And I'm sure they're going to do something at E3 to show you what the new Xbox is capable of to be like, hey, if you want to play the new Halo and you have an Xbox One, give her and play it. But if you want to play the the most definitive, jacked up, souped up version of Halo, 
buy our new Xbox. And I'm 100% sure that this thing is going to be more expensive than the PS5 because they're hyping up more power than the PS5. But I've heard a lot of analysts say they think you're going to get the definitive Xbox. I don't even know what to call it anymore. But the definitive new Xbox that is going to be this fucking hoss of a machine. And then maybe a little bit cheaper version of the new Xbox that matches specs with the PS5 and matches price with the PS5. And it all is just very fascinating to me. Like it's, they got murdered this generation against the PS4. Fucking murdered. And I was writing them off. If you go back and listen to old episodes, I said they should just get out, work with the Switch, and combine forces. But now they seem like they have geared up and they are ready for a fight. And we all know Microsoft has fucking money. So I can't wait to see what they roll out at E3. And I can't wait to see how they respond and try to take, uh, finally take that crown away from PlayStation. And as far as PlayStation goes... Uh, some people have told me that they think I'm too hard on Sony. Uh, well, one person has told me that. And I don't think I am, uh, personally. Like, I loved my PS1 when I had it. That was the first system I ever bought with my own money. I really enjoyed it. The PS2 was fucking everywhere. I bought one of those for the DVD player and then played a bunch on it. I got a PS3 late, admittedly, because I didn't have the cash for a PS3 and an Xbox 360. Uh, but really, really enjoyed it. It made me, it got my hands on Last of Us, uh, which is one of my favorite games of all time. And then uh, I had a PS4 forever, and then I finally sold them a couple years ago, and I'll be buying another one this year to play Final Fantasy VII and Last of Us 2. Sony has never lost a console generation. The PS1 murdered. The PS2 is the greatest selling system of all time. The PS3 slipped off the hop. I think they got a little arrogant with the PS2, but they came back and ended up beating the Xbox 360 in the end, and the PS4 fucking dominated. Do you guys remember the E3 where the PS4 and all the Xbox news and everything happened, and Microsoft came out and announced all this stuff about Xbox, about how it always had to be online, and they were pretty cocky and pretty arrogant, and then Sony came out and dropped a system that was $100 less and showed that if you want to share games on a Sony, on a PlayStation 4, uh, all you do is give them to each other instead of having to register and do all this stuff like Xbox was originally going to try to do. Um... They, they, it wasn't even a fight. They fucking jumped Xbox on the way to the ring and won. So to write off the PS5 is insane, right? Like to quote one of the greatest of all time, to be the man, you got to beat the man. And PlayStation is the man. And they have their loyal fans that are going to buy their system. Of course they are, right? Uh, but if Xbox launches a new system or new systems, including a beast variant one that destroys the PS5 with stats and another one that matches the PS5 with stats, a mountain of new exclusives with Game Pass, with backward compatibility, with all these things, how does Sony reply to that? Because they can't just go in doing what they did the last four gens and assume it'll win. I don't think it will this time. Maybe it will, but I don't think it will. Um... I think they tried that with the PS3 when they dominated with the PS2 and that almost bit them in the ass. They played catch up for most of that generation to clean that mess up. So, I mean, they've got PlayStation now, which is cool, but it's not as cool as Game Pass. Uh, but I mean, they do have those those exclusives, right? Uncharted's Last of Us, Final Fantasy VII Remake, Spider-Man, The Avengers, God of War, the show for at least another year anyway. They've got a massive install base. I'm sure they're going to drop some big games. I can't wait to see... What Sony does to fight back against what apparently seems to be an all-out assault from Microsoft. And I can't wait to see what the all-out assault from Microsoft is. Because at the end of the day, the winners are going to be us. It's going to be the gamers. I don't care what side of the fence you fall on. It's going to be exciting for all of us. And you don't have to fall on either side of the fence. I'm not saying you have to buy both systems. If you can't afford them both, that's fine. But there's no reason to go on Reddit or go on message boards or whatever and call people 
discriminatory, negative, gross names because they play a different system than you. Let them battle with each other and the fucking consumers win. And then just quickly, there's Nintendo. And the Switch will be four years old by this, or almost four years old by this Christmas when those when these systems come out. And it's already about a half a generation behind the, the Xbox One and the PS4. It is going to be a fucking mile behind the PS5 and the new Xboxes. And uh, I'm curious to see how Nintendo battles back. I, I think that a Switch Pro that has been rumored forever is certainly a possibility. And I'm sure they're doing everything in their power to have Breath of the Wild 2 ready to launch for Christmas. Because that has got to be, that has to be their their best shot at staying relevant this Christmas. Here's a new Xbox or a new Switch Pro and it's packaged with Breath of the Wild 2 and Breath of the Wild 2 is the biggest bullet they have in the chamber. I'm excited. I fucking love it. I just, I love gaming. I'm excited to find out what's going to happen. New generation consoles, like generally the, 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 the rollover from generation to generation only happens once, you know, every six, seven years. So it's exciting. Um, I'm going to be getting one of them. I think when they come out, I just don't know which one it'll be up to them to sell me on it. And I want to hear from you guys. What system are you going to be picking up a PS five, a new Xbox, uh, a switch pro. If it comes out, neither, none, all fucking tell me. Uh, and just quickly, this just broke before I get into the podcast and what I've been playing. Uh, speaking of Nintendo, they announced a direct that they'll be re- announcing the next Smash uh, Bros. Fighter on Thursday. Uh, I don't play a lot of Smash anymore. I don't buy the DLC. I, I get why people do. I just There's too much other stuff I want to play, and I'm not that good. Uh, but it still excites me. I'm always excited to see what the new characters are going to be. Um, the rumor floating around, I guess if you want to avoid spoilers, skip the next 20 seconds, is Dante from Devil May Cry. Uh, which I guess is cool. I'm not a big Devil May Cry fan, whatever. Uh, I My wish is Dixie Kong, as I've wanted her in this game since like the Ultimate was fucking announced because I love Dixie Kong. Um, and if I'm going to go off the script and just not be the normal, like, oh, it's going to be Dante and I have to pick somebody else, then um, oh, I want to say Waluigi, but I don't think we're going to get it. You know what? I'm going to... I'm going to go off the wall and say Master Chief. Let's go with it. Let's fucking, let's do it. Xbox drops the ball. I mean, maybe Banjo-Kazooie, but my, my I'm going to go with, I'm going to go with Master Chief. I think that'd be fucking sick. That'd be so sick. Wouldn't it? Fucking Master Chief. If, if Snake is in there, Master Chief could be in there. So anyway, uh, that's the long enough intro. I'm going to take a really quick break just to tell you guys about my wrestling podcast. It's like 30 seconds. You can listen to the music in the background if you want to. It's not advertising. It's me plugging me. When I get back, I'll tell you what I've been playing and then we will set the stage for Rock Band. Hey geeks, I love video games, and I also love pro wrestling. And after hyping it up for about a year and a half now, my new wrestling podcast is here. Wrestling with Wrestling. It looks at the workings of WWE, NXT, AEW, and whatever else I want from the world of the squared circle. Give it a shot. Search for Adam Blank Wrestling wherever you get your podcasts or on YouTube. And make sure to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at WWWrestlingPod. P-O-D. We'll follow you back. Check it out. So what have I been playing over the last seven days? Uh, Primarily Ori and the Blind Forest on my Xbox One. You guys, it is so Good. And if you're interested, follow again, Twitter and Instagram at member the game. I've been tweeting about it and Instagramming about it or whatever, instinging about it or whatever the fuck the term is. It is so good. The sequel comes out this year and it has skyrocketed up my most anticipated game list for 2020. It's now Last of Us 2, Final Fantasy 7 Remake, 
Ori and the Willow of the Wisp, whatever the fuck the sequel is going to be. I am so excited for this game. You guys know I love Hollow Knight. I've sang its praises on here forever. This game was like Hollow Knight. It was easier, more platformy. The combat is just a little bit lame. Like the combat can't touch Hollow Knight. So I thought the platforming was better. Uh, it's just a beautiful, beautiful game. It is fucking perfect. I loved it. I love when Metroidvanias are done right. By the end of the game, you're a fucking god. You can see where everything is on the map. You've got all the abilities to get everything you couldn't get to before that you could see. And then instead of just going through and beating the game, you want to go through, clean it up like a nice vacuum and just fucking get rid of all the stuff. I 100%ed it on normal. I want to play it again on hard. Um, I'm pretty tempted to fire it up again and play it on hard. It was so good. So Ori in the Blind Forest, it's on Game Pass if you've got an Xbox. It's on the Switch. I believe it's still on sale. Cannot recommend it enough if you like platforming and Metroidvanias. Fucking fantastic. Uh, and I've also been playing The Witcher 3 on my Switch uh, whenever I can. Mostly when I watch TV with my girlfriend and stuff. Uh, seems like it runs pretty good. I played it on the PS4 a while ago. I'm sure that's still the definitive way to play it. Uh, but I'm, I have no beef with how it's run on my Switch so far. A little bit of pop-up and stuff like that. But that doesn't bother me. Especially on that little handheld screen. Really enjoying it. Um, and then, I actually haven't been playing a lot of retro stuff the last few days. I've been just so fucking focused on Ori the Blind Forest because it's been so goddamn good. Uh, so that's what I've been playing over the last seven days. Let's talk about something I was playing seven years ago. It was actually more than seven years ago. I just wanted that to sound smooth. Uh, episode 80 of the show, we're talking rock band. Uh, everybody fucking had this game back in the day, right? At least the Guitar Heroes, if not Rock Band. Those, if you go to a flea market and they don't have those plastic instruments laying somewhere, is it really a flea market? Like, probably not. Everybody played these games. I wasn't huge into Guitar Hero, but I fucking loved Rock Band, man. I was the drummer of our group. I loved those drums. That broken pedal, that was the hint yesterday. I had so many people reach out to me with, you know, I, I taped butter knives to it or fucking whatever. My dad actually made a slab of wood for me that was like an inch and a half thick, the same size as the pedal, and we super glued the the pedal on top, and that was how I fucking, or we super glued it on top of the pedal, and that was what I used. Um... Occasionally, we get a little more modern with this show, and this is going to be one of those episodes. It sure feels like a Remember game. I hope you guys enjoy it. My buddy Andre is here to talk rock band with me. I am going to cue some music, and we are going to talk rock band, which released on the Xbox 360 and the PlayStation 3 on November 20th, 2007. Then it launched on everything. It's everywhere. Enjoy the episode, you guys. Here we go. If you're hearing this, you're probably a gamer. And for our kind, nothing is as precious and valuable as our save files. Have you ever experienced the loss of a save file? It's soul-crushing. Dozens, maybe hundreds of hours of work. Gone, like that. But at the end of the day, it's a video game. It matters, but kinda, you know? That exact scenario, but with a work project, an essay for school, data for your business, that's no joke. That can be really serious. You need a safety net. And I got you, fam, with my partners over at CrashPlan. Visit CrashPlan.com slash RTG for 50% off your first year of CrashPlan. CrashPlan has been protecting people's data since 2001, and a couple years ago, they set out on their own with one mission, to provide the best damn cloud backup solution on the market. CrashPlan runs quietly in the background of your computer or Mac, and every 15 minutes on the clock, they create a new backup of every file that's changed in that time. So if something goes wrong, God forbid, you don't lose hours, lose days, lose weeks of work. Just log into your account, and you can download your most recent backup from the secure cloud servers. And there's not just one backup. There's a laundry list of them. You can pick and choose which one you want. It's like the ultimate undo button. If 
If you work on a computer in any capacity, Crash Plan is a must-have. And if you're thinking, ah, that's for big businesses, I'm just Joe Schmo. Crash Plan protects Joe Schmo. They offer a ton of plans in tiers. So there's a Crash Plan for everyone from small one-person businesses like me to you fancy businesses in offices with staff and free donuts and all that stuff. Time is money. Why wouldn't you protect your work? Spreadsheets, diagrams, videos, art, podcasts. Crash Plan has you covered. Don't let data disasters slow you down. Crash Plan has your back and keeps you moving. Go to crashplan.com slash RTG for 50% off your first year of Crash Plan. That's crashplan.com slash RTG for 50% off your first year. Back up better with Crash Plan. So, like, I don't know if I've ever been more concerned about what music I'm going to put into an episode of this game <laughs> or this podcast than I have with this one. Like, literally, it's, it's all copyright, isn't dude, it? Dude, you and I agreed to talk rock band about a month ago. And uh, literally, about the last, every time I go to edit an episode of the show, what's one of my favorite parts is I get to listen to some of the music of the game. And I'm like, oh, yeah. And like Tony Hawk and Grand Theft Auto, I ran into some minor issues, particularly with my YouTube uploads because of the music I ran on. Yeah, YouTube just I, hates I, anything with music. I know. And then I was like, rock band. I was like, well, what the fuck am I going to do with this? Because this <laughs> whole game is based around music and it's all owned music. Uh, we're talking Rock Band. We're talking the Rock Band series. We're going to just get the whole thing out of the way now. I'm not talking about all of these games. Well, I don't... They blend together. Dude, I don't know if there is... I mean, this game... Like, Rock Band is like the cooler Wii Fit. It was the game that, like, everybody had and everybody played. And now, anytime you go to a flea market or a garage sale or something where there was a gamer, you could buy the peripherals for, like, 10 bucks. They're just like, Like, hey, just take them and get them out of here, please. When I was looking to... I was looking at buying a PS2. I was going through Kijiji. I'm not, I'm not going to go to a game store because they're going to overpay, over, over, yeah, they overprice are. me anyway. And the only place I'm going to get that is Game City, and they suck. And so I, w- I was online, and the amount of people that were trying to sell, they were selling their PS2 or whatever with that, but they, you had to get, you had to pay, for, and they, it was bundled with Guitar Hero stuff that I don't want because right. I have no interest to play those games anymore. Dude, it, it took forever to search through to find just a PlayStation, like, I, and I'm specifically a PlayStation Slim. And the amount of people that sell that stuff now, like the Guitar Hero and Rock Band stuff, mm-hmm. it's crazy. I'll tell you right now, I guarantee you there are people listening to this show that have fucking plastic instruments laying around their house where they're like, what the fuck am I ever going to do with these? There's probably a landfill somewhere. I threw mine out. Like, legit, I threw... I think I never owned the drums because I played them with your brother and I sucked. So I actually only ever owned them, like, bought the mic and bought the guitar. Right. Because those are the ones I was halfway decent at. The drums, I could just never get the decent. The, I could I, never... The drums are the best. But yeah, I'm telling you... They're, they're fun to play. I just always suck to keep... I, I can't keep time with, with playing a drum and keep my foot going at the same time. Right. So I, I couldn't do it. There's There has to be like a landfill somewhere just fucking oh, filled sure. with these shitty plastic instruments. So, uh, I mean, 
I'm not even going to explain the con. Everybody knows what fucking rock band is. So like it all started with Guitar Hero. Like Guitar oh, yeah. Hero was mad. And I'll be honest with you, Andre. Um, I never got it. Like, I don't know if we'll ever even do a Guitar Hero episode the, of this show because I never got into it. I like, I think between me and your brother, because like, again, this, this series, uh, all my memories are with your brother and Jason and our buddy Jason. And between the two of us, I think the only one we really got into was Rock the 80s. And that was because it had an 80, had an 80 soundtrack. To right. It. So, and, but Rock Band was our, was the one we really played the yeah. most of. I mean, so Guitar Hero was, I mean, we all know Guitar Hero, Guitar Hero was a fucking phenomenon when it oh, took for off, sure. right? And you could play these and fucking plastic the of, guitars. The games and, that they spawned. Like, right. Oh my God. But then that spun off and then people started, I mean, obviously they made Rock Band and basically what they did was they were like, well, Guitar Hero was fun. Let's make a party game. And so then instead Rock Band became, you could you could have two guitars and one would be the guitar and one but would be know, the bass. I know in guitar you could have two guitars because you could battle back and forth. Oh, okay. I know in that one you could battle back and forth, but you didn't play together. No, I know, you I, didn't. There, I know there must have been some co-op mode at some point, but you couldn't it, play together. No, it was like, so they took Guitar Hero, which was like a fun game for people to play. And they were like, let's make this into like a, and I, I honestly, and, oh, and people are going to fucking yell at me for this. Was Rock Band? That was a harmonics. Did harmonics make the Guitar Hero games, or was that somebody else? That was somebody else. It's got to be. There's yeah, no because way they released two separate franchises. No, because they would have just improved be, on Guitar Hero at that point. Yeah, because then Guitar Hero ended up coming out with Guitar Hero World Tour or whatever, where they had drums and shit too. Later, yeah, remember they, they? I know. Yeah, and, but for me, it really, once you had your Rock Band drums, though. You didn't need to purchase any of the guitar. If you, even if you wanted to buy Guitar Hero World Tour, you could have just used Rock Band drums. Right, yeah. Everything still responded the same. Right. So I'm guitar, pretty sure. Yeah, you're probably right. Guitar Hero took off, but then Rock Band took the concept of Guitar Hero where you could sit around and just play the guitar with each other and made it into like a not only a party game, but like for a while, it was the party game. I remember literally both hosting and going to house parties oh, yeah where we would just play rock band and it would be, it would be like the coolest thing where everyone's watching and you have someone on the guitar and someone playing the bass with another one of those guitars Yeah, who you always gave to the worst I, of your two guitarists. That, that was me. I, I, like I, when I played, I could get up to about a hard mo. I could get about a hard, there was, what is a beginner, medium, hard and expert. Yeah. It was like I, four the best difficulties. I could ever do on guitar was hard. Right. But bass, I could play expert. No problem. Right. Yeah. Well, cause like, I mean, when, when I couldn't be on the drums, I took the bass because oh, yeah. I sucked the guitar. Yeah. Me too. But there was the guitar, the bass, there was the drums, which I thought were the coolest thing. And then there was the singing as well. Yeah. The, uh, the coolest thing about the singing though, I can't, I think it was rock band two. There's a beastie Boys song in there. If yeah. you just put the mic by the speaker and let it play, you get a hundred percent on your mic because there was no pitch for Beastie Boys. You didn't have to change because oh, it's that it's that it's that that uh, monotone that, monoto- that yeah, yeah. auto tune sound. It's it's them like it's it's totally gone through since and it's just one solid sound. Right. This the speaker would do everything for it. Oh, I love it. It was great. So that was oh fuck, and it was like just okay. So like, and we haven't even gotten into the scoring and all the music and like the hard and the getting hundreds and all that shit. Literally just sitting there with your friends rocking out to some of these songs like i remember we would oh, like sure. i remember like i ran a ball hockey team at the time yeah. and we would get out of ball hockey and then a bunch of us would be like well let's go back to play rock band it would be like we didn't even we were it was almost like ball hockey was this thing we had to do before we could go and play yeah. and go and play fucking rock band and like some of those songs would like i mean i like when i think of rock band the the two songs that jump out at me the most that i remember playing and just fucking adoring playing on rock band were gimme shelter yeah and uh living on a prayer 
those are the two that jump out at me. Yeah, I'm just the playlist alone. I can't remember anymore these days. So I can't really look up the playlist for and this one. Like but I'm just yeah. looking at it right now, and like it says, it came with 58 songs, uh, and then over 2,000 downloadable songs. Like the amount of money this game probably made on DLC. Game received widespread critical acclaim with sales of 4 million units and global revenues of $600 million. Players have made oh, yeah. over 100 million downloadable song purchases since Rock Band's release. And there's Rock Band 2, The Beatles, Lego Rock Band, Green Day Rock Band, Rock Band 3, and Rock Band 4. And I think that this ship has sailed now. Like, I, I don't, they're not making these games anymore. I think people are kind of. Yeah, I like, don't think there's anything. For, I, I, I don't think there's anything for PS4. I think that part of the reason Rock Band is dead is because... No, there's not. I'm just looking at it right now. I think part of the reason the Rock Band franchise is dead is due to online. People don't get together to play games anymore. And no. this one, like, you, I'm this telling is, you right this now... This is a party game. You have to be sitting in the same room, dude. That's half of the fun. And, like, you turn, like, I'm not a big sound guy. I don't usually play my TV that loud. But, like, when you're playing these games, you turn the TV fucking up. Oh, for and sure. And you rock. And, like, again, I don't, you said that you played the bass. That, I was playing bass mostly. Like, even at home by myself, I would play bass. Because just so I could play expert mode and get, like, the three. You know what I mean? So you can complete everything. So I can play everything. I played through. The, I played the bass almost all the time. Right. Yeah. See, I always did the drums. Because I actually like the drums in real life. And also, so the drums, like, and the drums were what sold me on this game. Because I would play this guitar here with my friends, and I was like, this is kind of neat, but I fucking suck at this. And I was never going to sing, because anyone, I mean, if you're listening to this, then you've listened to my voice for several hours. You're like, <laughs> I wouldn't want to hear that voice sing. Oh, and I'm was, like, no, I you fucking would I was terrible wouldn't. at singing for those. But and, I, and that was a hard, I think that was the hardest thing to find, was somebody that could sing in that game. Because like, I remember playing it with your brother and Jason, Jason and... Like I could play expert bass. Jason was like a wizard on that guitar. Like his fingers just you, I would it's, I think you could still do it today. And uh Josh was really good at the drums and he was playing expert level drums. Right. But if we wanted to do a four player like through endless set list or get like the like four per like four experts, it was hard to find a singer. Oh yeah, dude, same thing. We would like literally there'd be groups of like 30 or 40 of us at a party and no one would sing. It would be three player because nobody wanted to be the one, which I get. Like singing sucks, especially when you're not drunk and karaokeing it. Singing can suck, but the guitar, the bass, and the drums. And what I fucking love, so the drum set to me was the coolest thing because it came with the four drum pads, yeah, like the red, yellow, green, blue, and you just had to hit them in the order and, that and they would come up. Orange, but it also pedal. it also had the foot pedal that yeah. everybody broke. Oh, uh, for sure, everybody broke. I remember my dad actually helped me out and cut out like a inch thick piece of wood the exact shape of the foot pedal and then we glued the broken foot pedal to the bottom so oh, you nice. had this like thick like you were on it was not gonna break because oh, nice. everybody broke that thin fucking cheap ass foot pedal stomping yeah. on it um but yeah so like the the music notes would go up on the screen and for anyone that's played these guitar like everyone knows how the guitar and the bass work right there was what five buttons or uh, four buttons there's five buttons like five finger like, buttons on easy the result they'd only let you use three maybe once in a blue moon the fourth right on medium you were using four and once in a blue moon you'd have to hit the fifth right and then again when you get to hard everything's all five and the expert just everything goes right. faster. So then you're clicking hits. all these buttons while you're strumming that fucking and then I remember thing. At the bottom of the neck, because when you go into like the solo spots, yeah. you got to like hit the bottom. You didn't have to click anymore. Right. Like the, with those ones that were farther on that, you just hit them while you're in this like the solo. That's right. Or, you didn't have to strum or, it. Yeah. You just you had just, to hit the buttons. And, you, and But especially if you're playing expert guitar mode, you 
like I watch Jason with both hands hitting all hitting them and getting like perfects in there. Right. I'm like, oh my god. And then the guitar had that fucking and I don't know anything about actual music, so this is a real there's a real term for this, and I'm sorry. But the guitar had that fucking little weird bar that stuck up, remember? And you could like whammy bar, bar, yeah. Yeah. And you could like play with it and make the sounds so different. And to me, the funnest part of the game, particularly on the drums, but in any part. I knew what that was called was the whammy bar. That's what we're calling it. Don't yell at us, okay? (laughs) Uh, Was when you could fill in a spot uh, with whatever you wanted. And I don't know if that was a thing on the guitar, or the bass, because I never played it. But no, I'm... no, there was because right at the end, like, it was usually at the end of songs and stuff. Right, you just had to strum as fast as you could just to get your 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 points up. Just like sometimes that was the difference between between getting like a full uh, like a, the best score you can or right. a little bit lower. You have to strum like crazy. Right. Okay. And then yeah, like in the drums, you'd run into parts where there'd be infills like during the song yeah, where you had like hard, 10 seconds to just hit whatever you fucking wanted. Yeah, and it was, hard too, that yeah. was always my favorite thing of just like, just like just going fucking oh, yeah. nuts and then ending it on like the, and then going back to the song. Yeah. Like, and then, so like, obviously you'd gain like momentum and stuff. Like if you didn't miss a note, then your momentum bar would fill up. And then, and then you hit that you, higher score. With the guitar and bass, you had to tilt it, and it would, it would it would double your whatever your score was. Right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it was it very would. arcadey. Like it was just to try to run up your score as oh, high yeah. as you could. Very right? much so. Um, and the best part was like when you were when you were really doing bad, the audience would like boo. Yeah. And if you missed too many notes, then it'd like, it would like it, it would fail you. Yeah, and you'd like get booed off the stage. Yeah, and that was so funny. Oh, and like, I like when you're playing at a party, and especially if you had a few drinks, and you're all yelling at like the one guy who's like sucking. Yeah, and you're just like, dude, like you're they're fucking booing us, and you it's really all your fault, <laughs> right? Well, and I know I don't know if it was the first one, but I know either in two or three, if you were go doing that bad. You would boo out, but it would kick you out. But it wouldn't kick the. I know. I think I remember at one point. It, I think it it didn't kick the entire band out. Oh really? It just wouldn't give you the completion <laughs> for that for that instrument. So like your drummer gets kicked off stage, but the guitar and the bassist are still out there I, playing. I, I think <laughs> I, I'm not sure, but I remember I remember being the, at points one being kicked out and the other still playing because if you're doing good enough, you can keep it going. And I think you can bring them back. I don't know if this was Guitar Hero or Rock Band or what, but I knew I know that was at one point you could bring somebody back. Oh, that's so fucking if, cool! You, but you had to do so well and then use your like t- like the tilt, the star power, whatever it was, right, to bring them back oh. and you get them back in the in, into the into the song. You only had a certain amount of time to do it, and then it would fail you, I think. Right. But I again, I'm I don't for sure remember that. Just such a fun party game, dude. And oh, then for like sure. and then like in in Rock Band at least. I, I again, I don't know, it's Rock Band. It's not I don't have to keep saying I don't know about Guitar Hero cuz we're not talking Guitar Hero, we're talking yeah. Rock Band. I remember playing like the career mode. Excuse me. And you'd like design your band, like you'd come up with a name. And then like, you could make each person like customize Yeah, you could make each person look their own way. Yeah. Um dude, cuz I remember we let the game name our band on like our main file. Oh yeah. And our band uh, to this day, I remember our band name was Original Towel. And we were like, dude, we should actually, that's just such a sweet name for a band, Original Town. I know at one point, me and your brother, it was like five seasons or something. Right. I don't know. We were just emo or something. (laughs) (laughs) And I remember that you would like start out like uh, in like these little venues, like little bars and stuff like that. Yeah. The the first one, it was you go to different locations. And I think the second one, you actually had like a world map. Yeah. Where you like, it showed you, go, I don't remember if it was the first or second, but you actually went, it showed a map of you going around the world. And oh, you should go to, and once you complete locations, you go back and replay them. Right. But yeah. It was I so, thought that was really cool. Me too, dude. Like to, like, and to hear the crowd like coming along with it and like yeah. getting all excited was so cool. And even like, Oh fuck! It's it's I, 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 I feel know, so I, stupid nerding out about this, but like 
I remember playing it and like, again, Living on a Prayer is the one that jumps out to me the most. Yeah. Because at the very beginning of Living oh. on the Prayer, there's that like, doo, 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 you know what I mean? Like that fucking riff. And like, the one, uh, the one that jumps out to me more than anything is the song I hated more than anything in this entire series. And is Pinball Wizard by The Who. Oh yeah. I hated, like it's not even playing that song. It wasn't a hard song to play. Just after hearing it five times, and it's not a song I like. Yeah, I just it would just grind me, and it was in, in every second play. Like, cause whenever you went to a new town, you had to play like three to five songs and whatever thing to complete it. Right, it was in like every second playlist. Yeah, oh, yeah. I hated it so much. And you could like, you could like pick the songs you wanted to play. Right, there was some where there was a custom set list, but like I know some cities where you went to, there were ha- there was like there was always. One where you would have like one or two plays you had to play, right? Right, like there was the five songs or the six songs in in, but then there's the there was all there was the other one because you have to do it multiple times in different locations, and then there was the one where you can make your own set list, and then okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. What a f- this show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Podcasting's a weird job because I talk to you nerds all the time, every day. I tell you all about my life, the good and the bad, the ugly. I kind of keep that offline. And it's not that I don't want to talk about it. I'd love to talk about it. I just need to pick and choose who I talk to. We all have stuff that just lives in our minds, rent-free, 24-7. Talking about them can really help because the longer you keep something bottled up, the more likely it is to blow. You've heard me say it before and you're going to keep hearing me say it. Therapy is the way. Therapists can be that ear to bend when you really need to get something off your chest and don't know who to talk to. And better help is a great way to go about it. I don't BS you guys. I don't say I've used something if I've never used it. I've personally talked to a BetterHelp therapist about the stuff going on in my personal life, and I genuinely found it helpful. To have someone to talk to that doesn't have any skin in the game, that can just listen and try to help me come up with a roadmap to get through the tough times... It's just invaluable. It has seriously really helped me. I've talked to my therapist through video and you can do it that way or you can do it over the phone or even just over chat and they give you as many schedule options as possible so you can work a session in around your life. It's licensed therapy as convenient as it gets. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash remember the game today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash remember the game. Fucking, I, I was just going to say, where the fuck is this? Like, oh yeah, I'm just quickly looking at, oh God, some of these songs, like I'm just looking at a list of songs in rock band. Feature tracks include Danny California by the Red Hot Chili that's Peppers. Just a, just a, that's just the first don't generation. Fear, don't Fear the Reaper. Oh, so good. Enter Sandman. I remember doing Enter Sandman and fucking loving it. Learn to Fly by the Foo Fighters. Oh, so good. Oh like, my just, God. Just, just all the great, great songs like, in this series. And you're right. I remember the same thing. There were a few songs uh, like Black Hole Sun yeah, so, and Creep. Oh, I, I love hate, Black Hole Sun. I hate those fucking oh. songs. And having to do those songs over and over. And like even literally, I felt like I was mailing it in on like my, my bandmates. Creep wasn't one I really crazy enjoy but it didn't bother me but like i love black holes i and i that's a song i still listen to to this day i was a fan of it i was a soundgarden fan though i I was a fan of soundgarden but the song like but this game was like i almost feel like this game was this creek bop is on this list from the first one this creek bop that's so good i feel like this game was designed for dlc like, because I know I personally bought songs. I know lots of my friends bought songs. You would buy, like, your favorite band. You know what I mean? Like, I bought some Blink-182 songs. I bought Offspring. Like, the bands that I like, right? Okay, so I know they did, a, they put it, like, I know when Rock, the first Rock band, it was on PS2. 
So you, it came out with like a, they dropped a track disc. Literally on here, one of them is Timmy and the Lords of the Underworld. Timmy! South Park. It, uh, I was just oh. like, I just looked at it. I'm like, oh my God, I forgot about that. And that's something else. I literally thought, forgot all about that. I don't usually reference this kind of stuff, but like, who doesn't remember them playing this game on South Park? Oh, they did, and, and they kept changing the like. Carmen Ka- Ka- keep ch- changing the lyrics. Uh, Kenny was the drummer, yeah. And then Stan and Kyle played the guitar, and then Car- I remember Carmen singing "Poker Face." Stands out to me to this day from playing this stupid fucking game. And I don't remember. I think, and I, I think it was a guitar. They did a guitar here episode where like, like uh, Stan got like, or one of them went. Like, yeah, Stan blew up. Stan and, like, blew ditched up Kyle and, and ditched Kyle. It was like just like what the hell? <laughs> I don't know if it was the same episode or not, but that, it was just like what the hell? That's how you know that what you've made has become a cultural phenomenon is when it's showing up yeah. on on South Park. And yeah, because well, I remember and, and they did. And I know at one point I don't know if it was like Robin two or three. They released the Cartman version of Poker Face. Oh and really? It, it, it's it's just the same song, but it's Cart the guy one of the guy the guy who voices Cartman singing it. Oh, I love it. That's yeah. so good. I, I can't remember what game it was, but yeah, that was hilarious. Um, did they ever do like a, a battle of the bands? Like, I think that would have been a cool mode where like you had to like put up a certain score to like beat the other bands like on your turn. You know what I mean? And I don't know if that ever existed because they, they just did the, the world. Tar- I don't remember. I I, I think probably they probably did it at some point. Right. But like where this game kind of lost me was Rock Band Three. Why? Well, I started playing it, but like what I really liked about one and two was that you, it shows your people traveling to different parts of the world. Rock Band three opened when it you started the game. It was just mostly a menu screen. You you select your song or you selected the players you're going to play that time. It it was it didn't seem as cool. Like, don't we all? The music in that game was amazing. Right. Like they had Imagine by John Lennon in there, and I think. I think they added a piano or a keyboard at one point. Yeah, they somebody added. I think a that keyboard. was Rock Band Three. They added the keyboard because, like, I remember because remember uh, John Lennon's Imagine because that's pretty much all keyboard, right? And singing, and that I remember being on Rock Band Three. Right. But like, just I found the design in it. Like the graphics were beautiful when you're playing on stage. I just really liked the Rock Band One and Two for that traveling with your band to the different cities and all that stuff. Right. And I you're have- actually showing it, and you have to go around wrong the world map looking for the city right yeah i have to i have to think that there was kind of a divisive thing right because i'm sure there were some people that wanted that they wanted to be like well i want to do the even that the touring even that you could still go back to the other cities and play them once you unlock the cities right but yeah but i'm sure that there are people that wanted to do that career mode where you you earn money and get tour buses and well yeah as you you got more famous you went from your your shitty van to like a, a decent bus, and right. you went to the super awesome tour bus, and you went to the plane, and so on and so forth. Right, but I'm sure yeah. there, I'm sure there are other people that just wanted to like play the we game. Got our friends here, and we I just want to jump in went, and play. Just went into that party mode in three, and right. nothing wrong with three. Like, just that's kind of where, and I right. think at that point it kind of run its course for me. Yeah, I feel like, and I don't know when it happened, but I feel like just overnight. It like I hate. I feel like this is a very overused term. I use it too much, but I feel like overnight rock band kind of jumped the shark. And then just all of a sudden, everyone's like, "All right, I'm done with it. Like this was a good time, but I'm done with this." Well, I now. think of that like like Rock Band three, Rock Band four. Like you had Rock Band, Rock Band two, Rock Band. The, I know there's a Rock Band Beatles, which I played the crap out of because I am a Beatles fan until I die. My dad hooked me on that when I was young. Right. They're but not like, as good as the there monkeys. There was like all the Guitar Heroes. They had like Aerosmith, Metallica. <laughs> then there was like I know Rock Band did like a Lego Rock Band at one point. Yep. So it was like. Like everything was Lego style. Yeah. And and I think it just, I think it got overexposed. Dude, I remember there was like a 3DS version with like a thing yeah. that clipped onto the 3DS where you could like, I was like, who the fuck wants to sit on the bus 
and play this like three button 3ds guitar yeah i had no idea who would want to play that it's like, just like what the fuck overnight it just kind of jumped the shark and then it kind of got boring and then again now it like literally like i bet you if you well, look at like the five one. the reason when a game came out, rock revolution where the guitar was like actual strings or something yeah they got serious yeah and i was just like okay this has gone way too far if you i bet you the five biggest causes of pollution on the planet right now are fucking straws uh <laughs> keurig pods water <laughs> bottles oil and rock band instruments probably because people like they're everywhere they're like oh, for sure you go to GameStop and they're probably like i remember going in there for a while and they were like it was like three pounds of guitars for a buck 50 just fucking yep. get them out of here please yeah but everybody had them right but like there was a time where this game was so big i remember like we i remember playing it one time with one of my friends and the next day uh i actually think i bought it at hmv back when HMV existed. Oh, and we went we bought and bought a, a giant and, HMV yeah. thing and like, yeah. oh, just playing over and over. And like, like you said, dude, the, the, if I have a knock on it, it was like when the song that I hated came on, I was like, I don't want to fucking play this song again. But when you can just play the songs you like, oh, it yeah, was a cut, lot of That fun. was what I think where, where three came in. It was a lot more custom set lists and stuff in mm-hmm. three you could build your set list more like and where like i know for sure one there was set set list and i'm pretty sure two is the same thing and dlc carried over which yep. was smart well, because like, people would have lost their shit if they spent all that money and then couldn't carry because i know over. with uh rock band two if you had your rock band one disc you put it in once you install rock band onto your ps3 right if you put your rock band two disc in even i think even if it was a ps2 one because it because i know we had it on ps2 the first rock or was it no ps3 sorry i'm thinking guitar here at that point but like i know you could put the disc in and it would load them in and yeah save, and just, then it would let you and then you instantly had a bunch of save songs the tracks and you put the track disc in yeah it would save the songs so you could play them in rock band too and, and i remember i remember it like sorting the songs by like difficulty because like i'm a blink 182 fan and most of the blink songs that were on there there's only a few but they were all down and they near the bottom like near the easiest song. oh yeah i wonder if that like because I, I well okay i was gonna say i wonder if it bothered bands when they would log in and see that all their songs were considered like easy. But then at the same time, it was like, you know what? For the royalty checks that they were probably cashing and for their really, songs in did, these games. Like, who really, cares? Really, did Blink think their songs would no. be Blink considered knows. hard? Blink knows. Dude, Blink sells merch at their concerts that says crappy punk rock. Like, they yep. are fully aware of what they are. Um, like, they're Like, you go get into like some of the, like, some of the songs were just like, and it's all those kind of like 70s, 80s metal songs. Mm-hmm. Like, just... I know on Guitar Hero there was a song by like doing Dragon Force, and they legit. Or, I mean, it wasn't Dragon Force, but there was a band that has two drummers, but you had to play it with one drum set. Right. And that song was re- played as a drummer. You were it was retarded. Some of those songs were fucking yeah. hard, man. And there were some songs in these games where it's like legit. There's two guitarists in that band, like playing like full guitar. Right. But they morph it into the one guitar in the right. game. Yeah, they. I mean. I don't know. It was a huge thing for a while. Like, and then Guitar ba- or Guitar Hero tried to make it into like a band song. I remember there was DJ Hero for a while. Yeah, that, bought, one like, turn I, that one I never touched. Even neither. my buddies who, like, I have a couple buddies who are actual DJs. They wouldn't like. I will never touch that. Right. It just it feels like it was huge, and then all of a sudden it died. And now I just can't imagine a world where one of these games would work now because couch co op is dead, and playing this online just wouldn't be nearly as fun. You got to no. be sitting there with your buddies where you can break your buddies' balls if they're killing you and you got to like laugh and rock. It really is. You really it do was, feel like a band a together. It's fun. aspect of it is yeah. what, what really sold that game. Um, God damn, they were fun back in the day though. And like, I mean, oh, for sure. And I remember reading like criticisms of these games being like, this doesn't uh, teach you anything about yeah, it. Like, it's not supposed to. Well, and South Park did that where he was just yeah. like, I remember like Stan's dad, like, 
telling them he could teach them how to play it on a real guitar and they're like why do we need one to know that like oh, nobody wants to know that one of like, the episodes um it, like it's the one where stan goes and goes famous because of guitar hero yeah and literally the kid the other kid he joins up with yeah starts playing it but he's playing it acoustically yeah it's yeah just him clicking the button like a and, restaurant and, cl- and he and it's everybody's just like starts clapping to it yeah like, i can't remember what <laughs> yeah. the song was but they just all start clapping he, to it and it's like what the serious someone's like oh i love this song it literally is just like like he's just pushing the buttons Everybody yeah i don't know i remember that song i remember people getting mad and be like you could actually learn how to play an instrument and you, and you know what admittedly yeah maybe you, you could. could oh don't get me wrong I, I i learned how to like i terribly play guitar in high school right like terribly but, but i like i it, it, you didn't it, who cares the crap it was all about having the fun and playing these songs yeah most of like to me like the <laughs> I mean, the reason I play video games is I escape reality and I relax with them. And I, I mean, my girlfriend would argue that they don't help me relax because <laughs> the sheer amount of video rage that I get when I play games. When is, your brother moved into your bedroom ooh. after you moved to your parents' house, we saw we found the holes. Yeah, oh yeah, hole. I fucking have problems. <laughs> it's it's funny because you could insult me, make fun of my family. I don't care, but give me a video game that makes me angry and like. Yeah. But uh, it, it's about the escapism and like and I and honestly, dude, I will say you felt like a superstar. I, I can't think of too many games. Where I felt this much of an escape from reality as I did with with the rock band, playing it with my friends, and you literally like every time it would show one of your characters on the screen, like be it the bassist or the guitarist you're or the like, drummer yeah, or the singer, and you're like that's me, and he's like rocking out, and it was just so much fun to just forget about the world and just rock. We've all listened to these songs driving in the car and done the air drums or fucking rocked yeah, out while you're it's driving. Pretty much doing air drums or air guitar, it's just right? Like a controller in your hand now. with a controller, and you're actually getting a score. It is so much. Goddamn fun! As you say to the characters, just a customization of the characters, and you can make your deluxe different, and all yeah. that stuff. That was so cool. And, the, and uh, it just you're, everybody. It's not like just oh, I'm generic guitarist number one. It's like you could actually make your character look cool, right? Yeah, dude, it was fucking just an absolute phenomenon. And there's just so few games that a lot of the games we do on here that are kind of cult classic games. I'm like, I don't think you should go back and play these. Like, I don't know what order these are going to go up in, but we recently recorded a podcast on the Twisted Metal games. And I was like, I don't know if these are worth playing today. Like the first four Twisted no. Metal games. And it's funny because like Rock Band, I would love to fire up Rock Band and if- play with some of these games or play with this again. But the problem is I don't want to haul all those fucking, I have no, I don't, I sold my plastic instruments for like $10 yeah. and I don't want to go get them again just to try it. You know what I mean? And the like, thing is you'd have, and I think to play this, you need to get people together. Like, yeah. I, I, I'm wrong. I know people that have mastered this game by playing by themselves. Right. And nothing wrong with that because they just really like it. And it's one of those games where, yeah, I play by myself a lot. When you're just, when you can't get together with your buddies, you want to play some rock band, you play it, on, play it on your own. Yep. But to do it now, I wouldn't just, like, if I, if somebody was selling it cheap enough when I was looking for my PS2, I, if somebody was selling it for like a guitar for five bucks on the internet and they want to bring it to me or mm-hmm. meet me at my work or something and drop it off me and I'll give them five bucks for a guitar, maybe because I still have Rock Band Two sitting in my in my house, right? And I have a PS3, but otherwise I don't think I'd ever want to try and buy one of those instruments again. No, because that's the thing is you'd buy it, you'd play it once, and then be like, all right, well now I'm now I'm the one stuck with these fucking plastic instruments that I yeah. don't want anymore. I think it's over and it's done, but um, it played a big, like, I don't, I don't know. I don't even know if I want to say it played a big part in gaming history, but, like, it was a big part of gaming history. Did. And Not honestly, 
I think that Rock Band might be, or the Rock Band type games might be the last really good traditional couch co-op experience. Don't get me wrong. You could play Mario Party today or Smash Brothers or Mario Kart today or something yeah. together on a couch with your friends and at WWE or whatever and have fun. Yeah. But like, there, I don't remember a game since the Rock Band series where you you had to all get together and it was a party and you could all pass around the instruments and just I, rock I, out and it was it was I, I built for that to like shit. Figure figure out time to get together so you could do an endless set list because like yeah, yeah I know for the first one it was like fifty some songs we had to play through then, every song and the second one was like seventy some songs and the third like there <laughs> it's just trying to just trying to get together to do that and set the times like you got to put together an entire day to play through that endless set list because you got to take because all you got to do is pause yeah so you got to take breaks and all this stuff so. It was hard, and to do that now, I'm just like, I don't think I'd be able to get more than two people together. Yeah. It, it's tough. I normally despise games that count on stupid peripherals to play. Uh, this might be the most... I mean, again, I mentioned Wii Fit right off the top. And the oh, two yeah. that stick out to me are this and Wii Fit. Like, as the yeah. most successful peripheral required video games of all time are the Guitar Hero Rock Band games and Wii Fit. Like, these actually worked. People bought them for the peripherals. People loved them for the mm-hmm. peripherals. Good fucking time. Again, I, I, I don't know if I'll ever play it again, but fucking good times. God, oh, I had fun oh, heck, playing these games. Yeah. I have no idea how I'm going to edit music into this, oh, God. but if you're I'm, hearing I'm, this, I'm, then I'm, I figured it out. I'm excited to hear. Yeah. There's got to be like a generic like tune that opens there's, the game. I'm pretty sure so there's, some, like, there's some like, but they're tracks than what he played. And there's some games I think like in the Rock Band 3 and 4 they released that were like original. Yeah. I'll probably so, yeah. try that. Either or that or I'll edit in some actual music, not put it on YouTube and just pray that no one ever listens to my podcast that could sue me and take my like, $80 <laughs> Patreon. <so. laughs> um, Andre, on a scale of, I don't know, there's 58 songs in the original game apparently. So on a scale of 1 to 58 songs, how many games would you give Rock Band? How many songs would you give Rock 50. Band? 50. I'll go 54. Yeah. I had so many, like, oh, so good. I'll never play it again, but I have, this is memories to me, right? Oh, for, like, yeah. couch co-op, this was like the new couch co-op. Fuck, it was fun. Everyone listening to this, you know what? If you're listening to this right now, leave a shout out on Twitter or Instagram or Facebook or one of our accounts and let us know. I want to know if you still have plastic instruments at home. I want to see just how many people listening to this still have plastic instruments laying around the house because I promise you there's a lot of you. There's got to be at least a couple. Uh, and then we'll get them all together and dump them in a lake somewhere. Oh, or something. For, yeah, so, yeah. Just burn them. This is a group burning. Yeah, fuck it. No straws. We'll just pour a bunch of fucking fake guitars into the water instead. <laughs> uh, Andre, thanks for doing this, buddy. Always happy to. Done. And that's going to do it for this week's episode. Andre, thank you for coming over, talking rock band with me. And to every single one of you sexy, sexy people, thank you so much for listening to Remember the Game. We're 80 episodes in. I'm proud of that. You guys should be proud of it too because we have grown this thing into a mini retro gaming empire. Check out Wrestling with Wrestling if you're into the wrestling stuff. Uh, And I will be back in oh yeah follow us on twitter and instagram at member the game facebook.com slash remember the game and i never i don't mention it as often as i should you guys i mean it sincerely if you're enjoying the show please leave us a good review you don't even have to write anything just five stars done it takes like half a second on itunes i don't know about the other stuff but apparently it would really help us out i'm not sure why but apparently it would uh that's gonna do it you guys i'll get out of here thanks for listening i'll be back in seven days with episode 81 as we climb onward and upward toward episode 100 go play some video games stay warm or cold or dry or safe wherever you are and i'll talk to you again in a week bye cheers